Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm always excited to bring on a new guest co-host, but I'm a little bit extra excited because I'm obsessed with Colorado and your new guest co-host tonight airs from Colorado, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let me dive right into it because we already started geeking out like normally and I, I needed to pause <laughs> so we can record. So uh, a big fan of this. She's a chiropractor, functional medicine practitioner who lives in Denver. Shout out to the high desert and the front range. Um, anyway, Nawat, Longmont, Boulder, Lyons, Louisville, Lafayette, the surrounding communities. She's She's got that area covered, and she resides in Golden, where I used to live. So again, I'm just geeking out about Colorado right now. Uh, graduate from University of Western States in Portland, Oregon. Love the West Coast exposure. I used to travel there. Accredited four-year doctoral program that is considered a leader in, get this, I talk about this all the time, evidence-based medicine, not hypothetical, and the first chiropractic school to be awarded a federal research grant. So I've talked a lot about chiropractic on this show. My fiance is a chiropractor for animals. Let's go ahead and bring her on so we can geek out. Without further ado, Dr. Anne Marie Barter, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It's great to be here. Sorry, I have so much energy right now. I've been fasting and detoxing since yesterday. And people are like, how do you have energy? I'm like, because I've been doing this since 2010. So yeah. now, like day one, always rough. Second day, I'm like, yeah. I just woke up. I woke up like an extra hour early this morning. <laughs> Went and pick up supplies for a, a ski tuning party that I'm hosting tomorrow night. You know, it's like awesome. You know, so so wait, what's your fast protocol like? What are you doing for that? I do nutritional cleansing. So yeah, it's a protocol that I learned from um, the Isogenics company. I mean, I'm not like sure. hardcore, but I was like, I I never I I geek out nowadays. So <laughs> it doesn't help when you launch a podcast and you bring on healthy influencers <laughs> like yourself, and then you learn too much, um, right? So like back in the day, I used it to. I'd finished firefighting. I, I, was, I served as a U.S. Forest Service hotshot, and you being from Colorado know what we did. Yeah. And yep. so, the, I mean, I, I left from like farm kid to corporate world to, I'm giving you a fast short story on this because I'm writing a book about it. So corporate kid and realizing corporate sucks and then going back to school, doing marketing, doing psychology, finishing it all, had the resume, and then it's like, eh, no. Went and got certified as a firefighter and then just dropped it all for two years and served as a, got on a hotshot crew with no firefighting background, mind you. And That's uh, cool. learned really fast that you better learn quickly. And I anyway, bet. so then I was based in Arizona, and as hotshots, you're shipped where all the crazy crap goes down. So we hit all the big stuff. Anyway, so after the first year, I was pretty beat up, uh, nowadays I can explain it better. I was full of toxins, right? Uh, totally. Body was jacked up, uh, uh, adrenal fatigue, you know, didn't know. I mean, I, I booked a trip to go to Ireland and backpack Ireland because I didn't backpack enough fighting fires. Uh, let's just keep hiking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why not? I am the weirdest vacationer ever. So oh, I feel that actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's a, uh, you know, you, you incorporate in, I mean, some people do cleansing on a regular basis. I, well, like once a quarter nowadays, you know, eight years later, my current protocol is, okay, once a quarter, I want to make sure I get in uh, one month out of that quarter, I will pick uh, four days, but I only do two back-to-back -back maximum. If I'm doing a deep cleanse, I'll do two days, 48 hours of an extended fasted state because like I tell people all the time, like when you're sleeping, you're fasted. You just wake mm -hmm. up and then I tell people all the time also like breakfast is breaking a fast, break fast. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to eat breakfast in the morning, 
But I had to teach sure. myself that too. So I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting and everything else. So anyway, totally. I use the supported protocol and the, the Ayurvedic influenced um, ingredients that are in our cleansing supplement that I drink. So like I could just fast. I don't need to take their stuff, but mm-hmm. I've maximized my detoxification because there's ingredients in there to aid the liver and everything else. And the whole point here is you're giving those organs a day off or two days off in my case to, right. to just focus on you're not consuming food. You're not breaking things down. You're not digesting your, yep. your body could say, Hey, I can focus on all those bad things that are stored in your fat cells, pull them out, flush your bloodstream, but I'm focusing on detoxing so I can actually siphon all that crap out and you can go pee a lot. So totally, that's Clean a very that non-doctoral explanation of what mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> that's really cool though. That's great. Yeah. I'm I mean, a big fan. I'll water fast from time to time even, and yeah. that is awesome. You know what? The coolest thing I noticed about that was what a lot of people don't know is that you also retrace injuries. So mm. I don't know if you have, if I you did yoga today. Oh yeah. Okay. I I felt some injuries. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've had my shoulder rebuilt twice, once in 99, once in 2007 from ski crashes and then eventually mountain biking crashes that led to the second one. And they, uh, so you'll preach this being a chiropractor. I had an open bank heart reconstruction with a torn labrum. So like there's rotator cuff and then there's like, I like to one up everything. Yeah, Um, it sounds like it. Yeah. So I have have a scar. (laughs) I'm going to move my mic Let's see it. I have a scar from... So it goes from here to like okay. into my armpit. So I'm showing it on video for the video watchers. But wow, that was from the first one in '99. Okay, and then everything was fine. And then years of mountain biking and stupid things. Um, I eventually went to go play of all things paintball, and I get very competitive. <laughs> and I leaped over friends of mine that were under suppression fire. And I didn't look where I was leaping to, and I'm shooting the bad guys and the, you know, our, our opponents. And then I realized there's a hillside right there. And I turned and just drilled the shoulder right into the hill, tore it again, ripped it all. Basically, everything they did in 99, they had to do again. So anyway, oh, my to, goodness. Like today, I just traveled a lot the past two weeks. Anyway, the, the positions, and I just noticed when I detox and I'm cleansing, like it feels good. But I noticed right. I was going through something as simple as you raising your arms up. And just getting that full extension vertically, all of a sudden, and I was lo- loading in tabletop position, like basic moves. I was just feeling my shoulders. I could just feel Right. It, right? What, and you don't generally feel them, right? You're not usually feeling them. No, yeah. like today, especially today, not yesterday. Today, because uh, a friend of mine, she was the instructor. We started a new program, my biggest contract. Uh, on Fridays now, we, we stopped doing meetings. And now, I'm, last week and this week was the first two weeks we've done it. And now we set up in their little mini warehouse and she comes in and sets up a whole yoga area and we shut oh. all the lights down and everything. And we, and now we're doing like an hour long yoga class on a Friday. Okay. Oh, <laughs> work that's, work yeah. life balance. So it's important. It's super important, but yeah. I love that retracing of your injury when you're cleaning out and cleansing. Yeah. I found the same thing. Like I'll notice things. I'm like, when did I, Oh yeah. I jumped on a nail when I was six years old and wow, that bottom of my foot really hurts now. It's crazy to see I've done that. what you'll retrace. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, now, mm-hmm. now, now you're going to give me something to think about the next time I cleanse. Cause I'll be, I'm going to be curious. Yeah. I'm like, Hmm. Cause I've definitely, I grew up on a farm. I've stepped on some right. nails. <laughs> Have you? Oh yeah. yeah. You know. And you think about it. I mean, I'll take a good fall on a mountain bike too. Same thing. And then I'll be like, wow, my shoulder really hurts when I'm cleansing. And the same thing. I can't lift my arms completely over my head hmm. when I'm cleansing or fasting. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, it's funny because I was, we compared to last week, I felt tighter today. 
Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I do. I'm also a CrossFitter and a CrossFit trainer, so I I balance my life aggressively, and I'm trying to get the yoga back in more. I will say, <laughs> I did way more yoga when I lived in Colorado. Way okay. more. It was I, I literally I barely did any CrossFit when living in Colorado, even though I learned CrossFit from firefighting. Right. And, and, but for some reason, I just the friends I made and where I lived, and I used to go over to um, the Highlands. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to do some yoga over there and it was a great little studio. I can't remember the name of it right now, but uh, huh. I did a ton of yoga over there. So, when did you leave here? Because the Highlands has blown up. Oh, I, I, I know. I purposely get off the highway when I get in the airport and get my rental car. I purposely <laughs> go through there because I just loved all the little eateries and everything else there. Yeah. So I moved, God, 13? 2013. Okay. Yeah. But we come back yes. every year. I, I, you know, my fiance and I have been together for almost five years. So, give or take that 13 to 14 transition. I think I started coming back again as, as early as like 14 okay. every year. Cause her family has a house over in Edwards, um, next, you know, just past Vail. Right. That's how we afford Vail. Don't live in Vail. <laughs> no one can. No. I will be happy to go. I mean, I will tell you, I will tell you this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to, I'm sorry. I warned you. We're going to geek out about Colorado. Trust me. We're going to get into some healthy. If you actually pick up on it, we're talking about a lot of healthy lifestyle stuff, but, um, I, I was really strongly influenced by my roommates. They were both, uh, hardcore backcountry guys. Like one dude ran a, wrote, wrote a split board that you could a frame. And the other yeah. guy was a skier like me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the one actually the split board guy worked for, uh, what's the mountaineering shop downtown golden. Oh, Bankgate. Yeah, Bankgate. Oh, I love that place. So, um, yeah, they're great there, aren't they? Yeah, they were like, dude, you, we don't we don't ski the resorts. I was like, okay, like this is a. I, I literally had just moved there for a week. I'd just been there a week, and the reason why I, my I found my roommates because the one guy was a former hotshot on my crew, and right. I forget how we connected. I think it was Facebook. And I was like, hey man, I, I'm I, I want to move to Colorado because I fought the four mile canyon complex fire in 2010 outside of Boulder over the ridge. Oh, there. you did, yeah. Yeah, for I was sure. on that. I was on that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was crazy. That that place that nuked off. Um, was crazy. Like I, it was the first time I saw a molten engine block. It got so hot, like it looked like uh, the Terminator, the liquid robot. Like you just saw this yeah. shiny puddle surrounded by scorched earth. And there was like there was just nothing left. I mean, there were some spots in that canyon that got hot. So I mean, years later, you can still see the remnants of that still now. Yeah. Well, and ca- a canyon that tight, um, mm-hmm. it, it's like a a blast furnace. You know, if you get if you yeah. get the right winds through there, and you got dry enough fuel and low uh, low RH relative humidity, yeah, I'm bringing out my fire right. science schooling. Uh, <laughs> you're off to the races. So uh, yeah. So yeah, we got in there. I think it was on the second week of the fire. So it already initially nuked and we were basically hot trailing and hot spotting. Man, I'm bringing back all the lingo tonight. I haven't said said that in a while. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. They were hardcore anti-resort and I had moved there just at the end of the season. So the resorts were just closing down and like, have you ever done backcountry? I'm like, no. And he said, Oh, he's like, I work for Bentgate. Let me go down there. We'll score you some rental gear. So I, that was my first time riding powder boards and, and you know, we, we, we set up all legit backcountry gear, you know, uh, avalanche right. everything, went through the training and then I made a mistake. Like, Hey, let's go do this. Now, <laughs> yes. And then we went to uh, the trail you asked about is where I'm going with this. Uh, uh-huh. Ptarmigan glacier up in Rocky mountain national park. Yep. Yeah. So we, you know, we park at 8,000 and then we hike to 13,000 and drop in off of that cliff edge. 
That's my first backcountry experience it, 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 into that bowl. <laughs> Biggest wake-up call, Mr. Health, and, Mr. Health and Fitness Nut thought I could hike with locals only living in Colorado one week. Okay. Acclamation. Was okay. not ready yet. Because <laughs> like I'm, I'm trudging along, and I have photos of this, and these guys just start pulling on me and just pulling. And I'm like, okay, I know these guys are in the 20s, and I'm in my 30s, but my, I just finished like you know my, my hot shot season. Like, am I, am I that beat up? <laughs> I, I mean, they, they, they whooped me, man. It was, uh, they, just, they just start pulling away. And I'm like, I'll see you when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. altitude advantage. <laughs> there was no joke. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, that is some serious stuff. I mean, backcountry skiing is no joke. It's a lot of fitness. It's hard. It's dangerous. I oh, mean, it was, yeah. It's very, very dangerous. You have to be really careful out there. But boy, is it pretty amazing. Just the views. Oh, the views, the views were spectacular. Did my actual first quote unquote backcountry experience was skiing Silverton. Ooh, so not quite that country, but not really. What were you skinning? A, um, not really. I yeah, wasn't we, totally we didn't have to skin into on that it trip. yet. Yeah, we didn't. No. Just, you just ate they, they have one lift, right? Oh, <laughs> this is a great story. This is one of my most embarrassing stories, but this one's good. It's a great way to start off a show. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's get vulnerable. Let's share embarrassment. <laughs> this is great. So, um, I go up there. I decide that I'm going to wear new skis. By the way. My friend and I are the only females in the parking lot. I'm wearing new powder skis because I'm set forward and I'm ready. And if you've ever skied Silverton, they're double blacks. They're pretty intense. It's just and a also drop what in. time of year? What kind of uh, was it rocky? Um, the, I mean, the conditions were ice. They closed Ooh. a week later. <laughs> yes. So this was late season. It was very late season. Oh, are we, how, how was the bear spots? Because you you hinted already new skis. So I have a feeling it you're was, tying this into. Some bear it spots? was terrifying. So the first thing we go off of is a drop that is, um, it's, it's definitely set back. So you have to, you have to catch some air to go off of this thing. Yeah. And I thought that they were yelling at me to fall. I don't know why a guide would yell at me to fall. And I just start tumbling. You don't stop falling. No, and I've never, you don't ever, try and fall on a double black. Fallen like that before in my life. It was <laughs> insane. But I'll tell you, that was my, I broke my nose <laughs> on that one. Yeah. It was, it was uh, like just such an incredible experience. It really gave me a respect for the mountains. And so now going out backcountry just totally gives me a different respect for it. I guess you have to be humbled to really see what that's all about. You know, I, I love the fact you hit on that, getting humbled by Mother Nature, because I think people need to be reminded that, yes, Colorado has a wealth, like we just joked around about Vail, a wealth of very nice resorts, as well as <laughs> intermediate resorts and right. run-of-the-mill basic, you know, single lift, slow chair type solutions. Um, you pick your fancy. Right. I think the most important thing to be able to be reminded is most of these resorts are on borrowed land. They don't own, mm -hmm. these are wild lands. Like this is mm -hmm. legit mother nature that got a little modernized in some spots. So right. like I remember a few years ago, we were skiing Vail. The day we left, uh, there was an avalanche uh, in the chutes uh, on the far side of Vail. And I think it was the grandson of the Vail Resort family was killed. Yep. That day. Like I was driving to the airport and I'm reading this in the, in the shuttle van and I'm like, oh, I was just, I was like, that, now I know why I couldn't get back to um, the basin. The basin was sure. closed. I was like, oh, because they, they were sending search and rescue out there to find him. And that was an experienced, that was an yeah. experienced backcountry guy. 
So he had a, and he had the Avi one, I believe. He was very well experienced. And yeah. He had been out there a lot, and that's only technically side country. You know, that's shooting off a resort. I don't, I don't remember if they were fully back country or if they were just side country. But no, it was it was technically Vale's property. So, right. But obviously not, it wasn't considered inbound skiing. Like you're not, right. gonna, you have to hike to get there, you know, et cetera. Right. So, right, yeah. right, right. It's dangerous. It's super duper dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I, but people forget, you know, they, they, I, they I don't think know. they can just pull anything off. <laughs> well, and it was so funny because I was coming back from Winter Park one day. We had been skiing, and you know, on Berthoud, you can pick people up off the pass, mm-hmm. right? And so um, these guys, I picked these two guys up, and the avalanche uh, conditions that day, I'll never forget, were considerable um, to extreme. So the snowpack, which generally that means um, you do not go out because you can slide and you don't want to suffocate in an avalanche or break your bones or whatever it is. Yeah, suffocation um, thing's not, not a big fan. Not yeah. ideal. And so I pick up these guys on the side of Berthoud Pass to take them back down to their car. And um, they didn't have a single bit of Avi gear. They weren't Avi trained. They didn't have any warm clothes. They didn't have anything. And they were out on- They didn't have warm clothes? Nope. Ooh. Well, they didn't have additional clothes if they ended up getting stranded out there or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't have any of the precautions, which to me was pretty crazy. I mean, so- I will say, I know, I know a lot of- you know, bagger skiers that don't like to go super fancy, but in the end, they still understand the importance of layering up and layering down, depending on what altitude you're at. And I mean, clothing is right. is essential. So, I agree. I mean, it was kind of interesting to see that, but wow, yeah, that's definitely my my bone to pick out there. Well, I it mean, can trigger it for anybody else. <laughs> so let's at least I want to. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna have some fun on this show, obviously already, but the. <laughs> Let's tie this in real quick because I don't want to go too deep without at least uh, make sure people can hear this sure. and find this. But so real quick, your core brand is alt. I mean, altfamed, you know, dot com. Meaning sure. alt as an alternative, fam as yep. in family, med as in medicine. Yep. So altfamed.com, ladies and gentlemen. And That's so, me. besides you and I having similar geek out on the outdoorsy lifestyle, which really ensures oh, really? life balance, is that have you always had that lifestyle, which helped obviously fuel your your drive to get into this niche of, of a profession? Did you grow up that um, way, so really. to speak? So I definitely grew up athletic. I was a competitive dancer and a competitive runner, but I did a lot of my growing up in Texas. It's, mm. Texas is pretty flat, so there's none of the mountain experience yeah. that you can have. So I actually didn't like to hike as a kid. I used to whine about it um, because my feet were really, really bad. And so it hurt me to walk and hike. Um, and From all I the actually dancing? Found, yeah. Well, I think that as a podiatrist put it, when I saw, when I saw him in high school, he said, you have the flattest feet I've ever seen. <laughs> I believe that's, those were okay. the terms he used. So I guess I rival Fred, Fred Flintstone in that um, regard. So anyway, um, I was a competitive dancer for many, many years and um, a competitive athlete. In fact, I threw away a, schol- a college scholarship because it was just too uncomfortable to run. I wanted to go on academics. Wow. Um, so that being said, I found chiropractic when I was in college um, because I had all kinds of gut and gastrointestinal problems. Um and I found alternative health then. So hmm. my story into alternative health is this. Um, I remember... Um, having such bad period cramps, I went to my MD. Yeah. Said, Which hey, I'm having really bad period cramps. Right. Well, she actually just said, you know, suck it up. Sorry, you're a woman, you know, whatever. Great. And I was having acne at the time. And um, anyway, 
she had a neighbor that lived next door to her that was a different gel rep. So she said, Hey, I think you must be different gel deficient. She didn't quite use those words, but you get the gist. Wait, what, so anyway, what deficient was that? Different. No, no, you know did that you say topical, gel? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that topical acne treatment called different gel? I've never had acne. Okay. So there's this topical treatment that's a pharmaceutical that you can put on your, your skin. Oh, my fiance probably knows about it. She's had it off and on. That's why I keep trying to get her to quit sugar. Anyway. (laughs) Yes. So, um, anyway, she put me on different gel. Surprise, surprise. It didn't work. So anyway, um, a couple of years later, I remember, um, going into my mom's room. I had such bad, bad menstrual cramps. I thought that morning that I couldn't completely stand up. So I'm like, all right. So I, I went ahead and went in there and asked her if I could take the day off school. That was very rare. I love to go to school. Anyway, as I stood, she said, no, we're going to the doctor. I said, all right. Um, and it turned out my appendix was exploding. My appendix exploding rivaled menstrual cramps. And as we okay, know. But that's, so wait, so the MD totally missed that. Totally. Well, you I don't think died it was. I could have. I could have. Wow. Yep. It was pretty close. So I'm rushed into emergency surgery. I get my appendix removed, told the whole time I'm perfectly healthy as I just have an organ removed, um, et cetera. So anyway, fast forward a few years, I'm in college and I start breaking out into hives all over my body. And right. So we all know hives is an anaphylactic reaction. Trip after trip to the emergency room. They give me Benadryl on top of Benadryl. Nobody ever talked to me about diet, lifestyle, anything. Hmm. And the hives got so severe that when you're having a type one anaphylaxis reaction, they can swell up in your throat. Oh, and mine Lord. actually started swelling up in my throat. My breathing got constricted and my roommate at the time in college picked me up and ran me to the hospital because I couldn't do anything. Jeez. So that so, was, so these were internal and external, right? So wow. foot pain, period pain. I had acne, um, all kinds of other things going on. I mean, I was not the picture of health at that time. And um, I went and actually got sought chiropractic care from a family friend. And he adjusted my feet, made them feel like new. My back was completely different and treated me with natural medicine and everything kind of cleared up. We talked about food sensitivities, food allergies. Um, apparently it was a mix of dairy and mold and the moldy um, dorms. And then so stress. many things are tied to mold. So many things. So many. Yeah. Yep. And you couldn't have guessed for that. Not as a college student, not at an no. eight, as 18 year old. Like Actually, who knows about that? At 18? You know, you know who talks well, a lot now. about, you know, who talks a lot about mold and pardon me is, um, do you follow Dave Asprey at all? Uh, I haven't recently followed him, but I know of him. Well, that's part of his backstory. Like everything his from mold? his childhood was tied to he grew up in a house that was actually the, the walls were full of mold. And he had no idea. I mean, yep. it, it was affecting his brain health. That's why he's so obsessed. I mean, besides him creating the whole bulletproof coffee thing sure. and the bulletproof exec and the bulletproof diet and all the that's branding, that's marketing. Um, right. I think it's overly fluffed coffee, but I do. It did, yeah. He did at least teach me fatty coffee, which I do love. Um, yeah, sure. I, I like to call it fatty coffee, not bulletproof. Coffee. <laughs> um, I'm not being paid to say bulletproof. So, <laughs> but the point is, is that his backstory was brain health, and right. and it was uh, again mold will severely impact that as well. It's all inflammatory totally. responses. Absolutely, and that's clearly what was happening to me. I was having way too much of an immune system response. So. Wow. That absolutely changed my life between getting rid of the things I can control, getting out of that scenario where there was mold. It just completely changed my life. Wow. So 
Well, how old were you at that point? You were still in college finishing it, or did you resolve all that before f- college end- ended? Yeah, I did. Okay. I resolved it before college ended. So that started as my first semester as a freshman. And what was were you majoring I started, in? Um, I ended up majoring in business uh-huh. um, okay. in college, and then I had a change of heart. <laughs> I'm with you. But yet- but yet I still use the business because I still, I'm an entrepreneur. Obviously I have my own practice, um, which I never really wanted or signed up for, but it just happened. You know, it kind of just falls in your lap. You either run with it or you don't, you just make a decision. Which by the way, let's let's give the video watchers on YouTube a little love here. So again, ladies and gentlemen, alt, alt, fam, fam, med, med.com. Um, and you, love to focus on lots of things. Um, you've, you've been busy. I mean, applied kinesiology, corrective exercises, custom orthotics, dry needling. A good friend of mine, Dr. Uh, Megan Hirsch that I CrossFit with, she's trained, she's a doctor of PT. She's trained in yep. dry needling. Um, I, first mm-hmm. time I ever had somebody stick me in the butt with a needle. Um, I mean, that, oh, that, yeah. that, that wasn't medically related. <laughs> um, <laughs> Functional blood chemistry, nutritional wellness, yep. scar tissue therapy. We're going to geek out about that one later. And I love it. specialized lab testing. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's let's quickly hit on the specialized lab testing. Sure. So my Cairo, she does, I didn't know this. I was getting a DNA analysis done by, I've had Dr. Anthony J on the show. Are you familiar with him at all? I'm not. What, so, what's his? Uh, he's a geneticist. What, okay, yeah. What, what does Did he do a lab test or? He, he I, a- I did. I did the 23 and me. Sure, 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 sure. But he's like their health data is fluff. He's like Yeah. Ex- it is. He's like he's like actually here's your hack. If people listening to this again, I've said it on other shows. If you want DNA analysis, just buy the cheapo 40 45 dollar 23 and me test when it's on sale for your genealogical background. Because either way, mm-hmm. when they send it to you and you're done and you go into the website, you get full access to the raw data file. So I, I, I had the combo, so I have the health data too. But he's like, dude, you don't even need that. He's like, just export the raw data file and send it to me. And I'll do a full DNA workup on you. And then he put together an analysis that's what people pay for this. But you know, he hooked, sure. me up, hooked me up to get some exposure on the show for what he does. Uh, it's probably like two, 300 bucks or whatever he does. But then he comes back and gives you a full supplemental and toxin uh, analysis based on your DNA super, super cool. Uh, but mm-hmm. he, he did say, he's like, I wish you would have had some blood work from a lab to come along with it. He prefers to do the DNA with right. uh, the blood, the blood data, uh, because he gets a much more, I guess, well-rounded Absolutely. source of, of content for his analysis. You, you, you could probably speak to this, I'm guessing, right? Right. Well, it's, it depends on what genes are expressing. So necessarily all those genes may not express. And so your lab work is what's expressing now. So what you're currently dealing with, like, do you have a obesity gene? Okay. But your trim and all of this and your blood glucose looks good. I don't know if that's like as relevant to treat like immediately. Um, no. You know, I think it's something to potentially look out for in the future, but that may not be as relevant necessarily. Some also you'll see with the MTHFR gene, which is a methylation gene, which has become really hot these de- these days. Yeah, my, everybody's talking about that, and I I didn't look that bad. It was like okay, it was near there, but it wasn't. Once he did all his stuff, he's like, yeah, you're good. So whatever that is. So yeah, you can see if on like basic lab panels, like homocysteine will tell us like if somebody has current inflammation related to that MTHFR gene. So like you'll see if they're methylating or not based on current labs. It's possible to see that. So, well, I'm looking up right now, uh, because, um, 
there was a supplement. He went. He says, "Listen, it's up to you if you want to try it or not." But based on my DNA, oh, I, I can't. I can't think of the name of it right now. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Thanks to Amazon. It might be. It, oh, is it Methyl Protect? Because that's a common one. Uh, as soon as I say it, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Optimized liposomal glutathione. Oh, I like glutathione a lot. Yeah. My Cairo and sells my- a liquid version of it. I, I was I was trying a gel capsule version of yeah. it. So I, I, I took the last two months off because I was coming into this cleanse anyway. And I've, I've been taking my telomere supplement anyway that I get sure. from my, my nutrition company. But I don't have a glutathione. So I was going to go try her, you know, that you what you guys source, your Cairo world of, uh, of liquid huh. glutathione to try that out. Because he, sa- he so- said you might not notice it. So, but it's, it's all about fighting free radicals, right? It is, and your body produces glutathione. In fact, um, it's a major antioxidant. It's one of the most powerful antioxidants in the body. Your body makes it, and in some people, it's low. In a way that you can tell if your glutathione is low without running the test is a lot of people have sensitivity to smell. Um, it, they'll note, You'll notice like if someone's wearing perfume, a lot of perfume, they'll be like, oh, gosh, that's terrible. That smell is horrible. They'll be really sensitive to scented candles, smells, I gasoline. I notice stuff very easily that way. Yeah. Okay. So you are I, a little I, I also, I, I know that those are toxic. Like, right. Probably. Know, people don't realize that. Like the average candle. If totally. You, there's like different levels of candles. And, and um, like I, I've over the past year, I've gone into a lot of non-scent or scent-free stuff. Like I, I now use like uh, Jason's, you know, deodorant versus, you know, sure. versus Old Spice, you know, uh-huh. uh, because all the aluminums and everything else. Like, it, totally. It's funny. I, I say this on the show all the time that a, a tagline, and I'm interested to get your feedback on this, is we're all, that's why I want to pause on this point. We're all at a different place in the timeline. I've been using this more over the past six months because whether I'm talking about entrepreneurship or your health, or your nutrition, or your exercise, or just your daily lifestyle. The most important thing is that you at least realize, hey, here's where I am today. Here's where I'd like to be down the road. But I I have to understand there's going to be a timeline involved. There's going to be steps. I can't crush everything tomorrow, right? So when we're talking about all this crazy data and all this, we're geeking out, you and I. There's going to be people hearing this, and they're like, we might be going way over their head. And I just totally. want them to pause and say, guys, like, please keep listening. Like, you will eventually understand what we're talking about because I didn't always understand what I'm talking about. It sure. took years of me listening to podcasts, audiobooks, and then obviously launching my own show and bringing experts on like you guys to learn from. So, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think about that, that whole concept, that theme that I just went with there? So, yeah. So, I'll tell you this. So, I had a patient. I generally recommend like a – almost a paleo whole 30 cleanse for 30 days for my patients. And I have been doing this for gosh, like 20 years before paleo was cool. And, um, right. And so I remember just one time trying to go vegan just to see if I could go vegan for 30 days to see if I could do it, which was vegetables and fruit, just because I was trying to figure out how to do this diet for one of my patients. And I, literally think I felt how frustrated people feel when they're trying to change their diet for the first time, because it was so hard. I couldn't find any foods to eat because I don't eat a ton of grains. Mm-hmm. You you clearly can't eat protein. I don't eat soy. So I'm like, so there's fruits, vegetables, and some nuts and seeds. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's my diet. And I'm like, well, and I then you're missing essential, calories. you're missing essential vitamins like B12. Absolutely. That's, right. It's like, okay. Absolutely. I, I, I try not to bash 
the vegan right. choices, right? I'm, I, right. Will, I will never be vegan. I'm sorry. Um, sure, sure. Uh, but but I understand like, if people are choosing it for a spiritual or a um, you know a, a life balancing choice. Yeah. I respect that wholeheartedly. Totally. Mm-hmm. As long as they understand that that lifestyle did not exist until we created supplementation, because right. there's no way you could survive right. in a 100 pure by the book vegan lifestyle you're missing right. essential vitamins and minerals and this whole thing about oh you get it from dirt bs <laughs> sorry so I, I i always try and clarify that my people please right. be careful like i respect why you're going to try and go down that route but you are missing some key key building blocks well it's interesting too because you know you and i have talked about it i'm out in the mountains a lot i spent some time out there and so on this i just wanted to see how they felt so that i could sympathize and tweak a diet accordingly right I respect that so i'm I'm out there and I cannot bike. I did not have enough energy to bike. I literally could not do that. I could hike barely. Um, I think I went around Mount Galbraith. If you're familiar with Mount Galbraith right outside of Golden, it is not a hard hike. It's pretty overall flat. No, it's a great casual evening, evening jaunt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was challenging for me. I was out of breath and I do that. I, I double do that. Like I'll go from the very bottom of golden all the way up to Mount Galbraith around and back down. So that was a substantial energy. Is that drink. the same trail that you can actually mountain bike? No. Okay. Cause there's another one right there on the front there. You can, you can zip up. It's a zigzag up to the monument. I'm blanking on the name of it right now. Are you talking about Centennial Cone? Are you talking I'm about rusty. I'm really rusty White Ranch or? Might be White Ranch. Maybe. Because as soon as you start riding it, it zips pretty vertical right away. Like you, you you're gonna be climbing. Like it's it's, it's a lot of scree fields. That's White Ranch. White uh, Ranch is a yeah. pretty advanced ride. Yeah, it's it's advanced. Yeah, like yeah, you, it's, there's it's no warm up. It's like you you zip no. out of the parking lot and then you start going and then it's, it's you're just you're just climbing. So yeah, it's um, like yeah, it's, it's almost technical. two thousand feet of climbing or something. Yeah, yeah that's I love White that Ranch. Stuff. I'm a mountain goat. <laughs> a mountain goat on a bike. I love it. But yeah, yeah so so, I, so your point was is you're you you basically were getting blown out, right? You just you couldn't maintain. Right. And I think that that's how, I mean, aside from the vegan diet, not being good for me, just based on how active my lifestyle is, et cetera, and really needing to do additional supplementation. I felt very challenged on what to eat because there, there was not a lot of food available to me. Hmm. Also like the, I, I just feel like people feel that way when they first start a diet, when they first get into this health world, they're so overwhelmed with everything. And it really does take small pieces in small, small time to get into it. But no, I'm not a fan of being vegan. So Big people need fish. <laughs> it's really funny that we're talking about this. Cause I literally, well, well type what, what's another version of literally if you're using a keyboard, whatever. I just finished typing up uh, an edit <laughs> on an article that I wrote, uh, called, uh, I don't know if I, I, I think I called it either carnivore versus keto or keto versus carnivore for a magazine here that they've been asking me to write on healthy lifestyle stuff every quarter for the past year and a half. And I was really late on this one because I've been—I'm trying to write a book now too. And I'm like, I don't—I ha- might have to take off from writing for a magazine. I'm like, I'm not—I'm not a writer. I don't like it. That's why I'm a, I'm, a pod, I'm, I'm a podcaster. I'll talk all day. Uh, well, literally, I asked why I was traveling on business this week, and I—I I, I use the Otter.ai. It's an audio transcription app. Okay. So that's how I wrote my book. I wrote thirty—I wrote thirty thousand words in the car while driving. What? Be- yeah. Because that's incredible. iPhone, Bluetooth tech through the car stereo. I have Google Maps going. Otter will record in the background. I just hit record, wow. and I figured out that if I could talk for ten to fifteen minutes, 
I could bang out at least a thousand word chapter. That's cool. So I, I, that's how I wrote my book in the past 90 days. <laughs> Congratulations. That's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it helps that I also spent $3,000 and joined the self-publishing school private coaching world. And I, I have a coach and everything else helping me through the process, but now I'm moving into editing now. But anyway, Very it's cool. just, you're talking about this stuff. Cause I did, I purposely did not drop the word vegan in this article because it's an inflammatory discussion point. Um, I was just like, you know, I just don't even want to deal with the aftermath of people like threatening my life. And I, actually, they'll, they'll probably, if they, if they see this article, they'll still threaten my life. There is unfortunately okay. that small sect of very, aggra- I, I respect your choices. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I don't want to do that. And I also know sure. from a health perspective, I know too much. Sorry. Right. Um, anyway, so uh, Dr. Anthony J, full circle for you. Uh-huh. He's, he's launching right now the first carnivore study. He's looking for people to participate in his study where for 90 days, you are 100% carnivore. Huh? Like only like there's no butter. You're allowed bacon. Cause that's a dark red meat source, huh. but no white meat, no vegetables, no fruit, no butter, no supplementation. He needs, he's, he's looking cause he, he's going to measure anybody participate. This is like you pay out of your own pocket. Like he's, it's not a paid study. But sure. he's going to measure. He he's going to give you a. Um, you pay like a hundred some bucks for this this lab test. That's connected back to you and your lab test. There's a lab okay. he works with that will measure uh, swab test. They'll measure your DNA telomere length. Okay. So you do a pre ninety day program telomere swab, and it comes with two kits. And you do his ninety day study, and then you do it afterwards. And he wants to see. He he has good feelings about this, but one of the reasons why he's doing this is because he's been seeing so many positive shifts in fighting inflammation because uh-huh. let's be let's be real you go that pure there's i i don't eat grains now as it is i'm no sugar no grains guy anyway so it's like sure. man you're just cut i mean unless you at the genetic level have an inflammatory response to meat there's nothing else to trigger you but he wants to see if he can if he actually sees a positive shift in your telomere length as far as uh, sure. fighting the aging process sure 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 is he recreating weston a price's work that we're is that what he's trying to do? I don't know. I mean, I just, I, you can go back and listen to his episode. I had him on the show about it. He's been on a couple of times because we did a live podcast together when he went through my entire DNA analysis. I, I have nothing to hide. I, I put it right out there on live Facebook, everything else. But I just brought him, I just aired him a month or so ago just to announce the carnivore study. So, I mean, it's a, that's a huh. major commitment. Um, is he the fat, is he the guy that talks about fat from Ireland or is this a different guy? No, I mean, he's, he's kind a of a geek. Guy? I mean, um, hold on a second. He's kind of a geek. It's funny. You follow him on Instagram. Like he's, he lives in like Minnesota or something. Okay. But he's doing, he's doing research for the Mayo Clinic on a different project right now. So, okay. Um, well, I, I think the most recent studies probably that he's also interested in is um, on the PubMed research. They're trying to filter out like on a paleo type diet. Um, are people losing too much calcium? Because oh. one study seemed to indicate that people were not getting enough of those nutrients, and then somebody then somebody came back and said that's not true. But more evidence is needed to figure that out. So this is Dr. Oh. Anthony J. Okay. So I have. Oh there's wow. A, uh, so he's you know, he's young. He's younger than me actually. But yeah, PhD. I mean, he's does genetic research. He's a he's a geek in biology, man. Um, okay. But he's old school. He he's uh yeah in Minnesota. Here you go. But he, oh, he yeah. wrote the book. Um, he's very he's very he his his real root and his foundations is epigenetics. 
sure. he's passionate about getting people off of plastic and everything else. Um, sure. But he, yeah, his, um, he's, he's actually, I'll share one more time for your benefit. You might want to check him out. I don't know. Because this is beyond, yeah. it, honestly, like, I, it's funny because in my article, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I threw in there, hey, guys, there's a lot of buzzwords nowadays. It's really hard. I, I get it. There's keto, ketogenic. What else did I list? Right. Paleo, paleolithic, uh, LCHF, low carb, high fat, uh, NSNG, no sugar, no grains. There's so many things. And if right. you do the right research, they all actually overlap very well. Right. Some take That's things true. to different extremes. Exactly. Um, the problem with paleo is been around longer and now as a marketing consultant and a branding guy, I could talk to this. All the big companies are now tossing money at it and they're bastardizing the definition of paleo. Huh. But I mean, I you, you have to admit that. Like, I'm sorry. If I go into a, a store and I see baked goods to say paleo friendly, <laughs> come on. So real right. quick, I'm going to shut his site down. Shagrin and cool. Tonic is his, he's starting a book series, but this is about estrogeneration and the okay. impact of estrogen on the body from things like soy, plastics, you know, excessive yep. chemicals of the body, all those toxins. Yeah. It's so. true. It's very, very true. Yeah. I figured, yep. you, I figured you'd geek out about stuff like that. Yeah, totally. That's um, very true. You always have to check men's estrogen to make sure that they're not producing too much estrogen when you're checking their testosterone. Very, very common. Same with women, and obviously. Women, yeah. So that, I mean, that's his point too. He's like, Estrogen Generation, he's like, that book, he's like, it's not just about men or women. He's like, there are women, yeah. it's everything is thrown off. There's so many hormonal impacts in Absolutely. our modern era that we don't realize it. So. Yeah. There's a great test called the Dutch test that um, runs through all of that, especially for women to check all of the estrogens, all of the progesterones. Um, any all basically all DHEA testosterone you name it, um, pregnenolone. It's a pretty cool test. Yeah. So well, I mean, I, it's funny because like I was digging through your site. I'm going to share all that again for the video watchers. And sure. uh, like you, you have a you have a nice summed up little like I love this conditions. Like people take anxiety for granted or uh, like depression, fatigue. The biggest thing here right. is irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Uh, yep. he- heavily tied to your gut biology people. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you and I could probably do a whole episode just on gut biology. Totally. <laughs> like yep. for example, people are like, Oh, you don't take, um, probiotics. I'm like, no, I don't need them. I have friends of mine who just chug the probiotics cause they, the, the, the commercials tell you, you should. And I'm like, did you mm-hmm. do a test to measure what your current gut biology is to see what probiotics you actually yep. need? Can you, exactly. can, you, can you talk to that? Because that's important. Sure. So there's an actual new test that has come out that's actually pretty cool. It's called Ubiome. Have you heard of it? Mm, yes. Heard I, yes, Ubiome yes, yes, yes. I did read about that. Okay. So they're it's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting because they'll break down what bacteria what you is. have in your gut and what you don't have in your gut. Um, and it's it's actually pretty cool testing to figure out what's going on. So for example, if a patient comes in with bloating, that's directly linked to microbiome deficiencies. Um, So they check to either make sure to see if you have too much of one microorganism or too little of one microorganism, because you can have too much of um, lactobacillus. Um, You can have too much of these things, or you can have not enough. So if you have too much, uh, you know, you have to rebalance that out, or you can have pathogenic bacteria. But um, it's a pretty cool test. And here, I'm just going to say this, um, because most people, one, most people don't know this, but one of the, uh, 
the great ways to reset your microbiome, guess what it is? Just give me, give me a guess. Take a ton of water? Stop drinking alcohol? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, processed foods and all of that are yeah. huge, huge, huge triggers for the gut. Like binge drinking is a huge trigger for the gut or well, that's, processed you're, you're, foods. You're consuming trigger for the gut. Yeah. I mean, right. But a, a great way to actually reset your gut is fasting. Like I'm doing right now. <laughs> right. It's a huge reset to the gut and to the microbiome, believe it or not. Now, is it that's because a, you're allowing, little... is it because you're allowing your stomach to heal? If you think about yeah. it that way, because obviously if you're not consuming foods, you're, you're not dumping additional digestive chemicals into that environment. Cause everybody, I mean, if, if, if a lot of people seem to forget that the acidic value of our digestive system is so powerful. Like it's an amazing mm-hmm. machine. So it's like, Hey, mm-hmm. if you give that a day off or even an intermittent fasting, an extended fasted state, there's less need of dumping of these excessive chemicals in there. And then if you have a uh, leaky gut syndrome where you have literally have holes basically in your gut, right? I mean, how, how, how do you explain leaky gut? Leaky gut, I talk about you have the gap junctions in your gut. And mm-hmm. ultimately, we chew food, right? And it goes to our stomach, which should be very, very acidic with a lot of hydrochloric acid. And then ultimately, we have gap junctions in our GI system. And what ends up happening is these gap junctions get some space in between them. And then that leaks out into our bloodstream. I mean, it should seem weird to people that we can run a blood test and see what foods we're allergic to or having in a, an infection or a response to like some sort of immune response to IgG and IgM response or IgE if it's, um, if it's a allergic reaction. So, oh. I mean, that should seem strange that we can do it that way, but just basically the gap junctions are opening up just a smidge and letting that food leak out of the gut. So it's funny. Cause if you picture a gut, mm-hmm. and I don't think people can fathom this. They don't realize like literally the stuff is leaving the environment, right? It's leaking into other areas of your abdominal area. Correct. Right bloodstream, anything else. Yeah. Yep. And so your body mounts an immune response to it. Well, and the other thing here is it's, um, Ooh, I mean, I, I love geeking out about inflammation and, and this is very harsh, but people okay. need to understand that infl- inflammation can manifest in so many different ways. I mean, look at the, the negative impacts on our blame, our brain, uh, blood barrier, right? Oh yeah. 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 This is beyond, I mean, leaky gut is tied also to that. Am I wrong on that? No, not at all. You're exactly right. You talk, people come in, they're foggy thinking, can't remember anything. You clean up their their diet, you clean up everything else. And a lot of times they suddenly are mentally on again. It depends on the patient, but yep, there is definitely a huge tie to that. Huge. Yeah. Actually, uh, now that we're talking about it, I remember last time I geeked out about this, you ever hear of, um, the doctors Wolfson's? No. Okay. So Jack Wolfson, he wrote the book, the paleo cardiologist. Oh, Okay. I figured you know that because you're you're hardcore into paleo. So he's the. I'm not. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm not hardcore into paleo. Oh, okay. No. Oh, we were just I talking just a lot say, about. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just I give I put people on an elimination diet initially, okay. and I definitely clean up. I'm. I don't love grains for a lot of patients, Thank you. and I definitely don't love sugar for a lot of patients. But a, a lot of times people struggle on a long term strict paleo diet, I think that they need to incorporate some more foods like nuts and seeds, depending on how you look at paleo. Oh yeah. I completely agree with you. So yeah, I'm just showing you. So, uh, the doctors yep. Wolfson.com, he, he crushed yeah. it. He was my second most popular downloaded show next to Dr. Jack, uh, Cruz 
who mm-hmm. is like the, the, the epitome of blue blocker technology and, and uh, brain health. And that's why he moved to Louisiana about the amount of solar exposure. It's like basically if you live where he lives in Louisiana, it's equivalent to living at the top of a 14,000 foot peak as far as healthy UV exposure, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, okay. I, I just thought I'd bring up Leaky Gut because I loved his diagram on a site. Now, granted, absolutely, this is a page because we talked about Leaky Gut. Uh, he, is, he was on the show a couple of times. It's been a while. Um, but he has like a test you can submit and, and get a leaky gut analysis. Is that some of the, some of the stuff you can run with your lab connections? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. That's cool. I, I can, as a general rule, people have it <laughs> like, pretty much. You got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, so, that's across the board almost, unless you're really working on not having it, but yet well, most people have it. If you're looking to geek out some more, so you understand the importance of healthy fats and cutting sugar and cutting grains, right? Yep, absolutely. So I'm, I'm just name dropping like crazy tonight. So Here you are. Have you heard of my client, Vinny Tortorich? No. He wrote the book Fitness Confidential. He, uh-uh. has, he has the best downloaded podcast, Fitness Confidential. It's named the same as the book. All right. So he, uh-uh. owns, he owns the trademark NSNG, No Sugar, No Grains. Oh, does he? Okay. So I helped him. I was on the project team and we helped launch a Indiegogo this year in the spring to crowdfund the first documentary film of its kind about the truth behind healthy fats. So it's called, it's called fat, a documentary. So they're literally in Arizona right now doing the sound editing on that. He, he did, he, he, we raised, we raised over $200,000 this year. He's already put in 50 grand of his own money because he's so passionate about this. So he was the, his old brand was the, uh, the celebrity fitness trainer. Like he was one of the top, oh, I see. he was one of the top I trainers see. in LA. So, okay. Uh, but he okay. grew up, he grew up down in Louisiana. So he's, okay. he's cool. Cause he just says it how it is. But anyway, he's married to a James Bond model uh, actress, Serena, <laughs> Serena Scott Thomas. Wow. Just super cool guy. But anyway, totally reinforced. Like he is, he's got thousands of followers. We've been gro- We just crossed this weekend. His Instagram's now crossed 10,000 followers. Um, because he just says that how it is. And when he wrote that book and he created NSNG, he's like, guys, this is what I was doing with all the famous people all these years. When they mm-hmm. came to him and paid him a lot of money to make them ready for a movie, I took them off the sugars and I took them off the grains and I increased their healthy fat intake. Boom. Ta-da. It's not rocket it's science. It's not really. It's really not. Yeah. It's pretty easy. It's scary because people think it needs to be more complicated than that. Yeah. And it's interesting too. It's, like, I think the, um, uh, you know, what is it? The ketogenic thing has also been kind of hot too right now. Yeah, that's and why I wrote the article. I get that. Okay, so I get I get a lot of questions about keto, and I have women come in that have gained like 30 pounds on keto. And I don't think keto is good. I don't think keto is bad. What I think keto doing? is I think keto works for certain people, but certain people have fatty livers and they can't process that much fat at once. So, well, yes, especially just, if they if they're just getting off of the sugar and grain issue, right? They, they need to reverse the fatty liver disease first, right? Yeah. And so th- that's a major complaint that I see in practice about keto is that, and then probably the way they're doing it. But I've also seen, for example, on keto on the healthy fats or whatnot, I've seen somebody reverse their thyroid condition completely pre post labs, completely reversed a thyroid condition. I've seen diabetes uh, reversed by people who who follow Vinny's NSNG. They talk about it. They said, I'm off of all my diabetic medication. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's pretty easy. Because the biggest hack here, whether it's, and this is this is the point of my article, <laughs> because I don't care if we're talking paleo, keto, carnivore, NSNG, you know, LC, low carb, high fat, LCHF. The point is this, and I'm, I want to hear how you're going to, because we're coming towards the end of the show anyway, and this is going to be a great way to close sure. out strong. You being a doctor, you you helping people day in and day out with this. When you cut the sugars and grains, you remove inflammation. Inflammation yep. is your body saying, hey, bro, hey, girl, that doesn't belong in me. But mm-hmm. we've got 40, 50 years at least of miseducation, misguided, governmentally influenced mm-hmm. guidance that was being paid for and fueled by the sugar industry and everything else uh, saying, oh, no, healthy grains is the foundation of the you know American triangle of health, uh, well, you know, the food pyramid. So how would you like to? uh, chime in on that one (laughs) well that is money 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 a lot of people are getting wealthy with people being sick and um, a lot of people are making money in the food industry that way so but what i think is i kind of bridge a, a gap between paleo and keto i think you definitely need healthy fats i think you definitely need protein i think you definitely need vegetables and fruits and um, all of that. So I, I believe in kind of a mix between the two, but not an extreme on one side or the other. The biggest thing that I see walk in my door, um, when I'm looking at labs, inflammation is high across the board. I can almost tell you across the board, inflammation is high on yeah. most people. It leads to aches and pains. It leads to progression of autoimmunity. Sometimes there's an infection involved. Sometimes it's just straight diet. Stress is another big key component. I think people are just run down. Oh, yeah. Just maxed out, pissed off. If we go back to earlier in the show, when I did my first detox, it wasn't because I was overweight. Granted, I was probably, I was at a still 195 was my sweet spot back then. Now, granted, I was big looking. And when you throw throw around chunks of tree and hike with a chainsaw, you get all lumberjack (laughs) looking. So, uh, you know, it's a different level of endurance training. It was more sure. strength oriented and just hiking. Whereas then I got you know back into my you know I do hundred mile bike rides and stuff like that. The point is, cool. is that the uh, when I did my first detox, fasted, cleanses state, holy crap! I mean I, I hated it. It was I released so much toxins into my bloodstream that I didn't even know I had because you're doing right. the the hotshot life was you do two weeks minimum you know assigned to a fire sixteen hours a day. If you do right. all I mean no days off. Then if you right. hit if you hit that full assignment on a fire, then you get your two days off, and you do that all summer long. So you do eighteen hundred to two thousand hours in a summer. That's a normal nine to fivers lifestyle. If you have two weeks of pay vacation, you're working nine to five. Do the math. That's two thousand hours a year. We did that in six months. Dang. So to your point on stress, yeah. thank God, thank God, as hotshots, we camped out every night under the stars, under a tree, on a bedroll with all that, right. all the fresh air. We we tried to drive away where there wasn't smoke because uh, you're already breathing that all day anyway. <laughs> Good call. Good call. At least I had that to somewhat balance the the stress. But in the end, that workload, I did right. not know what adrenal fatigue was until the end of that season. Right. And that's and stress. It- and it's interesting too because people come in and they'll literally say, "I can't 
do this diet. I can't. I tried. They want to. And they have become so depleted that they can't even get back there. Like their neurotransmitter health is gone, all of that. And so sometimes you have to boost those things up, like neurotransmitter health, to give them a better feeling of being able to move forward so they're not constantly craving those sugars and carbohydrates over and over again um, to to have them be able to actually do the diet because yeah. all of that's made in your gut. You think about the gut microbiome, all those neurotransmitters are made there. Oh, come, and coming off of sugars and grains, because uh, again, sugar, mm-hmm. instantaneous shock to the liver. Uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're messing with leptin and ghrelin, which are your hunger hormones. Um, yep. Grains get converted to sugar. And then back to your point on the importance of protein. One thing I learned from Vinny, I'd never even thought about was if you're overdosing your protein, Mm-hmm. The excessive protein through gluconeogenesis, I think I said that right, is converted mm-hmm. to sugar. So yep. you, you think you're doing healthier things. So it's that's why even the keto world, unless you have a blood test meter and everything else and you prick, yes. most keto people yes. don't Thank know what you. they're doing. I'm like, wait yes. a minute, you're supposed to be hitting 70 to 80% healthy fats, but you think you're doing that, but you're actually eating a giant steak. I'm guilty of this. I love right. my steak. I'm probably ODing on the protein. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a really important point. I went ahead, of course, I tried vegan. <laughs> you know, obviously I did keto with the whole plan just to see like when I would actually drop into ketosis. And that was a huge point. When I would overeat protein, I would blow my blood sugar and blow my ketones. That is go. a great, great point. And so it's ultimately like having a cookie cake and a candy. <laughs> and, and you think, and now granted, these are that that protein, that meat, is more mineral rich with vitamins and minerals as a whole food. Yay! Right. But unfortunately, the ODing on you're the, still on the doing this. Factor. You're still doing a lot of this with your blood sugar. Yeah, and again, so. I never realized that. So I, I've taken that into a serious account because, like me having like the I've had the, for the years, I had the side hustle with Isogenics, and yes, yeah. I I love the nutrient density of some of their formulations, but in the end. I've backed a lot off of certain products for that exact reason. And I'm very careful when I'm working with people, coaching them. Cause like, guys like monitor that stuff. Like if yes. you're, if you're eating this, lots of fruits and vegetables or non, like just be careful about your, your protein intake. Cause like this whole thing, I, the, the old uh, bro science of, well, it doesn't matter, dude. Cause I'm going to go in and crush that cross workout and just burn it off. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's limits to burning it off. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. And I actually found on my end, for me, you know, being a Coloradan, I love to exercise and I overexercise. Yeah. My blood sugar will blow and actually elevate when I exercise too much. So that's another thing to watch out for. It's, uh, it's not that common. It happens in over exercisers, but it does happen. It's funny because like Vinny is a you know former ultra athlete and, and he yeah. talks about how he's like on reverse of what you just said. He basically always tells me it's like one of his taglines was, you know, Exercise is a poor way to lose weight. It is. He said, listen, he's like, exercise is for conditioning your heart, your muscles, et cetera, your breathing. He's like, people trying to lose weight by going to the gym more ain't going to fix the problem. You got to fix your sleep, your, your stress, your nutrition, how you fuel your body and your brain. And then the exercise gets moved in as a conditioning element. So but the same thing goes what you just said. You can over-exercise and then mm-hmm. – do the exact same thing. You think you got everything else lined in, but when you overexercise, you actually right. overstress the body. And it's true. us being inc- hardcore athletes, that was something mm-hmm. else that I learned from firefighting. I was like, oh, I was overexerting my body and didn't realize that through the adrenal fatigue and everything else that I was adding 
increased oxidative stress in the body and all these other things. Yes, so exactly, which leads to inflammation. <laughs> yeah, back right? then I ate whatever the fire camps gave me. I mean, including oh, MR yeah. including MREs. Oh, it's, yeah. it's I called used the to have, I used, diet. I used to have I used to have knee pain, ankle pain. Like yeah. I would go to sleep every night, and just my knees were throbbing from all the hiking. Now, yep. fa- fast forward years later, I'm this is eight years later. I'm now 41. I have no pain. I bounce back right. from workouts. Like it's funny. I was talking to somebody today, my insurance agent. He's like, "You're hardcore in a CrossFit. How often are you working out right now?" And I'm like, "Twice a week." And he's like, "What do you mean?" Like, like today I did yoga tomorrow. I'll go doing this hardcore partner workout at one CrossFit gym. And then I go to my old gym. I used to coach at, and we do a hero wad on Sunday, which is, so these are both high hardcore workouts, Sure. but I've been, I've been testing this the fast few months to just to prove a point. I'm like, I can rest all week long, mm-hmm. do a little yoga and stuff like that. Then on Saturdays and Sundays, I'll go kick the crap out of myself. And then I rest. Mm-hmm all week long. So I've just to right. prove a point, I increased my rest and recovery cycles and decreased mm-hmm. my hardcore CrossFit just to see where I would fall what, in. So what are you finding and doing it that way versus back. the other way? Like the, faster. Yeah. So, I mean, I could probably use one more, you know, training day during mm-hmm. the week just to help keep my stress levels down because thanks to, thanks to Anthony J's analysis, apparently yeah. uh, at the D at the, my genetic level, I hold on to adrenaline longer. So I need mm-hmm. to, like Kristen, my fiance, she was like, she's like, you need to go work out. You're kind of, you're, you're, kind <laughs> you're of driving a, me nuts. You're driving nuts. You're, you're too, you know, I, so I'm a classic high energy, high performer and I'll hold totally. on to that. Uh, granted, I also take advantage of the fact that genetically he says I process caffeine 50% faster than most people. Mm-hmm. I do love my coffee. Um, so all these variables, I, you know, that's why I geek out about this. That's why I knew I'd fun with you today because yeah, you, and, and let's, let's sum this up for your business as we're coming to the end of the show. Do people have to be in Colorado to work with you? No, they don't. That's what I thought. Okay, good. So, yep. so if people are looking to get panel analysis done or like just to get, get some uh, consultation coachings, you are doing some virtual online stuff as well. We do a little bit of that. Okay. We do love for people to come out, but we definitely, some people can't. So we do do a little bit of online um, working over Skype, et cetera. So, okay. yeah. And that's good. You're, you're adapting. And it, it, well, first of all, as a marketer, I think that's smart because you're not limited to your geographical limitations. But at totally. least to get people moving in the right direction, sometimes a, an intelligent, educated phone call or coaching helps session a helps a lot. Because mm-hmm. depending on where we're located in this country, we might not have enough functional medicine people around us or right. natural practitioners. So, Yep. Especially where you are on the East Coast. It's yeah. a little bit harder What's for you guys up there. Trust me. I, I don't was, know. I don't know, but you guys have a hard time. I always get asked about that um, everywhere on the East Coast. The West Coast, we seem to have it a little bit wired, but you guys are having a hard time there. And it takes us south, longer. We have place. we have the foundation of this country. We have more population <laughs> density. We have more, on average, more income, but yet huh. we're so pharmaceutically medically driven here. Trust me, when I lived in Arizona and Colorado, I miss it, but that, yeah. that's no excuse. I can make it happen here because I learned mm-hmm. all of my sports here. Right. I amplified them out where you are. So I'm reminding, I had to remind myself of that when I moved back here. And I do remind people that we're moving in the right direction. Like I do. You guys are. I have, I have a choice of multiple chiropractors. I've been through almost every single one of them because I'm very picky. And (laughs) and so if you put in the work and you find it, there's actually now these new online sites that 
you're probably a member of, like there's a national database of like functional wellness practitioners. You can just pop in a zip code and it brings them all up. It's pretty cool. Right. Yep. There's a lot of that now. Yeah. I brought there's that up because uh, somebody messaged me last night saying, hey, it's so exciting to see a local person with an awesome podcast show. I'm like, thank you. A little self plug. Oh. Um, and then she's like, <laughs> yes. she's a, she's very, and she's a, she does dry needling as well and everything else, but she's sure. not a doctor. And she's like, hey, hey, who are you connected with? Do you know any like strong, you know, reputable, natural wellness practitioners, doctors, et cetera? And I'm like, you know what? Let me tap into my local group of people that I know and, and I'll get you connected. So it's cool. Totally. It's like, somebody reached out to me for that. I was like, uh, I don't think I'm the guy, but uh, <laughs> you're the guy now. You're definitely but I, but I the take guy. that personally because I was so honored that she even thought of asking me. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Wow. Use your network. That's for sure. Good. And that's what I think that's a good takeaway for this show too, is that mm-hmm. I, 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 I like my guest co-host to close out the show anyway. So you're going to have the final words anyway. But I think okay. I, just to get this thought in my head is that I tell people all the time that networking is powerful, but really it's about setting up influence, positive influence. And if you want to create change in your life or somebody else you care about, help people get connected to people. That's mm-hmm. I'm tired of people saying, oh, well, I can't do this and I can't do that because I don't know this person, I don't know that person. Then figure it out. Take, yeah. take accountability for your own inner health. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to say yeah. that in case that inspires you to close this out with some more powerful words from your perspective. Well, I think, you know, just being a practitioner and sometimes practitioners don't connect because there's this concern about scarcity and they don't, they don't do what's best for the patient, which can be working with their MD or working with their orthopedic surgeon or whomever it is to give them the best care. When we integrate, it's powerful. It is powerful medicine because multiple eyes looking at one thing is so much better than one set of eyes looking at one thing. Um, And I, I just think people really do need to take control of their health. The people that I see coming in here, they are 20 years old, um, especially in my Denver location. They're 20 years old. They're struggling with crazy things that they cannot get to the bottom of. I mean, we're talking eczema. We're talking about abscesses in their large intestines that they've been on rounds and rounds of antibiotics. In their 20s, they're hardcore fatty liver in their 20s. I mean, hormone dysregulation so badly in the 20s. Like, it's consistent like we are just, it, there's a lot more degrading as a population where you have to take these alternative methods seriously earlier because, it, you know, you're going to have a much better life. You're going to have a much better quality of life. And I don't know why people don't want to do that. I don't know why people don't want to embrace that. It's just, it, it baffles me. <laughs> well, I think that's a great way to close out the show because that's right, ladies and gentlemen, somebody who's knowledgeable as she is, is just as, getting just as baffled as the regular lay people like myself and you who we just we just don't know why this stuff is occurring but i think the most important thing that i took out of her was get connected get interconnected and remind yourself that the magic pill is not the answer that's just a pharmaceutical band-aid what if ask yourself what if i should stop going to my md maybe and at least try this keep going to your md because I, I i have to be careful of disclaimer there keep going to your md but then maybe look outside the box and right. reach out to somebody like like her because she might tell you something that you've never heard before. Like, oh my God, there's a natural way to fix this. Easily. <laughs> so ladies Very and gentlemen, easily. remember, it's altfamed.com as in alternativefamilymedicine.com. And you just heard it here tonight. It's okay. If you don't live in Colorado, reach out to her because she might be able to help you. 
and her, and her partner, Jennifer Christian. So shout out to her as well. We didn't really plug her much on here, but it's okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll bring you go, we'll both back on. We'll do a double session. So she's a uh, rock star. <laughs> uh, it sounds like if she's working with you, I'm already loving her. She's a so, rock star. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check her out. Follow her again, altfamed.com. Thanks for tuning in to another powerful Live the Fuel show. I hope we definitely fueled your healthy lifestyle today and maybe even inspired some of you that are in that little entrepreneurial space to get after it and maybe in the chiropractic side or some other alternative medicine side. So yeah. thanks again for tuning in. Again, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.